Okay, that okay. was a little weird. So well, it was a little weird. <clears throat> well, it it did the notification that you had joined, and then it just was still on the on the waiting screen. So that was kind of weird. Oh, good uh, Saturday evening to everybody out there. Uh, I am David, and over there is Gerald, and this is Gaming Sessions and Everything Under the Sun, with a new feature that I had hinted at um, on a tweet and Facebook message. <clears throat> Gerald is going to be recording our gameplay and posting it on his YouTube channel as a tie-in for the podcast so you can listen to the podcast and then watch us play what we were playing while making the podcast mm. yep 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 uh, we are yep so you'll be able to see that at Suki no De Lunarai on YouTube um, and I will try to make sure that it is posted because it's going to take more editing so I'll try to make sure okay. it's posted it at least within about 24 to 48 hours of the podcast itself posting. Um, but I will get it up as like quickly as I can. All right. So uh, first thing is I don't see you on Space Lords yet. Are you still loading? Yes, I am. Okay. Don't worry. I am getting in. Give me just a moment. I got to set all... Okay, just checking. So, <clears throat> this is episode 10, and with Thanksgiving just around the corner, I figured we'd, uh, we both figured we'd burst all of your Thanksgiving bubbles. Well, yep, Thanksgiving is next week, so that is true. Okay, so while you're working on that, how was your week? Uh, it was a pretty good week. I was uh, in training for the week. So, um, and we were just, uh, uh, we were doing scaffolding because I work for a union. Um, it was not too bad. We were uh, going over all the different types of scaffolding and we built them, took them down, so on and so forth. Outside of that, the week wasn't too bad. Um, not too much to report, mostly because I didn't get a chance to... Uh, well, I got a chance to play the games I wanted to play. I finished up Dot .hack... Um, I got further in Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I did not get a chance. I didn't get a chance at all this week to uh, practice on Dragon Ball Fighters like I wanted to. Um, between class, between researching, and between trying to get the other stuff done for the podcast. So I wasn't able to get as much done as I wanted to get done. Um... But over, but all in all, uh, productive, pretty good week. Uh, I got no, I, I don't have any complaints really about this week, 
other than scaffolding scaffolding is equal parts interesting and boring so when it's boring it's boring when it's interesting it's interesting um a lot of yeah so but all in all pretty good week um i was looking i have been checking out footage of jedi fallen order looks like a good game people are saying good things about it um the bad things they are saying are kind of little like tweaks and things that could happen here or there but everybody's saying it's a good game it's pretty to watch the lightsaber battles are amazing to look at it's almost like watching a lightsaber battle uh, a lightsaber battle in a movie or a actual like uh cinematic um it immediately made me think of some of the cinematic lightsaber battles from the uh star wars knights of the old republic mmo and those have amazing lightsaber battles in their cinematics just oh just i like i i actually every now and then will just uh look up the cinemas the cinematic scenes from knights of the old republic uh mmo and just watch them because the lightsaber battles are so pretty in them um uh so i'm i'm absolutely thinking of getting jedi fallen order and playing through it, it's basically Star Wars Dark Souls is mm. basically what they did. Um, so looking forward to checking it out. Um, trying to decide on the next game I really want to put time into, because I don't think it's going to be Jedi Fallen Order right off bat. Um, the other game I have been keeping an eye on is uh is uh the new guilty gear strive that is uh supposed to be coming out um i haven't been able to keep as i haven't been able to delve into it as much as i've wanted to but i've been listening to other people talk about it and it sounds good it sounds like it is going to be if if they fix some of the concerns that we had that uh players have with it some of the high level players have with it um, and they get in a good roster of characters, that is going to be the fighting game when it releases. It just is. It is visually stunning to watch. Um, from what is being said uh, by... Because I, I played Guilty Gear, but I never really... Uh, sat down and practiced it and tried to learn its systems and be good at it like I am with Dragon Ball Fighters. So I always go defer to people who have done that and know much more about it than me. And they say they have concerns, but so far, everything they're seeing, they like. Um, hmm. And if they That's continue good. going in, yeah, if they continue going in this direction, it's going to be the fighting game to beat. Um, Street Fighter Five is is finally getting to the point, and I don't say finally like finally they're doing this. It's it's more of a well, we knew it was coming, but it is now at the point where it's probably going to die. Um, hmm. 
Probably. I, I'm not <clears throat> guaranteeing it to death, I, but it's looking like it's on its last legs. They just released their, uh, they just uh, previewed, if not released, their last character, uh, their next character, which is Gil. And we don't know who Gil is. Uh, he is a tall. He, he's one of the characters. He's tall. He's blonde. Half his body is blue. Half his body is red. And he has a uh, he has like a uh, gem in or crystal in his forehead. And he's Urian's brother. Um, hmm. And Urian uh, is from. They're both, I believe, from. I want to say Third Strike. Um, I, I'm trying to think right off the top of my head because I th- this wasn't something. This is just part of my week, not what I was actually going to talk about during the podcast. So this is all <laughs> me just hearing it, but not actually doing any investigating. Because I, I basically fell off of Street Fighter Five like <sighs> four weeks after it came out, and I was one of the people who got it day one of its release. I was so excited for it, and then. We got it, and it just <sighs> it just wasn't what I hoped it was going to be. Don't you hate when that um, happens? Yeah, I hate when that happens. Um, I go okay, back so just, to it every just, now. Just right, oh, just right, quick. You have uh, YouTube going, or you have it recording? Yes, everything is recording. Okay. All right, so I'll jump into a match then. All right, continue. But uh, I jump back to Street Fighter V every now and then just to have some fun with Street Fighter because I grew up on Street Fighter. Hmm. Most there aren't many people who didn't grow up on Street Fighter who weren't born in you know the last five to ten years. Um. And even then, you probably grew up on Street Fighter because of Street Fighter Four. Um, but, uh, so I jump back to it every now and then just to have some fun, but I just, I can't find it in me to really sit down and play it and become good and go up through the ranks. It's just, it's not, it's just not fun enough for me. It's, it's not fun enough for me to do it. Um, uh, and my favorite character, uh, who is Ken and then they gave us Nikali, who is a character I really like. And his story is so dumb. <laughs> um, as a character, he's, re- he's, he's pretty good as a character. Like, he, for a while, he was like, for a while, he was sitting at top tier. Um, and then they did some system changes, some system balances. I think he's still really good. He's just not like, top five right i think he's still i think he's still up there as far as being a good character um but yeah that was going on but overall yeah good week i tried to actually relax because i was yeah i tried to just relax and get some things done and but overall overall good week how about yourself sir well it kind of started out shitty but then it it, uh, it ended up being okay. Um, I went ahead and uh, started up my Disney Plus, and we talked about this a little bit. And uh, you're going to get it because it's got gargoyles, which mm-hmm. 
agree that is a it's a very very good good cartoon and uh you know i was just happy that they had all the stuff i grew up on like the original ducktales darkwing duck chippendales rescue rangers gargoyles and then i finally watched endgame i was doing that until 5:30 this morning mm. and i won't i won't spoil i mean and, you know, at some point, you know, people have either uh, no, seen it, it. If you have not seen it by now, I mean, it's literally out on DVD. You can watch a lot of the scenes of the movie on YouTube. If you haven't seen it by now, you're about to get spoiled. Deal with right. it. So, you should have seen it by now. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it really, somebody didn't join in. Damn it. So, yeah, yeah when... Uh, when Hawkeye and Natasha were fighting over who got to throw themselves off the cliff and then Natasha did it, that kind of started the, the engine on the feels train. And then when Stark puts the gauntlet on and snaps and then like everybody's back, the battle's won, but then he dies. That's when the floodgates open and I just started crying. I was sitting there just, of course now, Keep in mind, this was between five and in the morning, and I was already all the beers in. So I'm just sitting there watching it, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Damn you, Tony!" Right? Alcohol makes you but, cry like a bitch. Got it? This is <laughs> <laughs> now. Hey, now I I also. Um, also shed some tears on that steel movie based on the, the real real life events. I forget what it Men of Valor or something like that. When everybody punched their trident into the dude's casket. I cried on that too, but you know. <clears throat> and so, you know, oh and and the the wife upstairs, she's also very happy because it's uh it also includes Nat Geo, so that gives her the incredible Dr. Paul Dr. K's exotic animals and the the Yukon vet show. So she's excited about that and watching Dr. K right now. And uh, as usual, when I have the couple extra bucks, I went and printed out some more print and play game stuff and was working on that yesterday and today. Um, uh, this past week, uh, in Ark, I've gone through four parasaurs that I've hunted down. Well, the first one, I hunted it down, boloed it, tamed it, built the saddle, and was trying to ride to one of the monoliths and ended up uh, being chased down by a carnosaur, killed my parasaur, and I was trying to run, which didn't do me any good because I died too. Then the next two I tried to, I got, I uh, bullowed them, was in the process of taming them when Dilophosaurus came and killed me, killed the Parasaur. Then the fourth one, I was able to get that one and it, oh yeah, it was, so it's the, it's Thanksgiving. So they have a, a Thanksgiving thing going on and I was. Uh, quick interruption. From, uh, sure. Do you have us queued up for another match? 
uh, searching, this is the second time that uh, I've had us go in, but somebody didn't uh, acknowledge. So this is now attempt number three. Okay, it's not giving me any... It's not telling me at all that it's searching. It's saying not searching for a match at all. Well, I'm doing the quick play so we can get those goodies. Ah, okay. Oh, Let's try that again. Okay, so yeah, so they've got Thanksgiving stuff in the arcs and I'm over on a part of the... Yeah, I'm over on a part of the island... And I see a turkey. I'm like, oh, there's a turkey. So I have my parasaur attack it, and it insta-kills the parasaur, insta-kills me. Come to find out (laughs) it was a level 250 turkey. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. So now I'm on my fifth parasaur. I've named him Johnny Five (laughs) as a a nod short circuit. Yeah. You gotta be you gotta be careful of those super turkeys, man, and Ark. Evidently. (laughs) Uh, Fuck when I was playing when I was actually playing Ark. Sorry, uh, but when I was actually playing Ark, one of my first playthroughs in the first fifteen to twenty minutes, uh, because I started on a beach and I just got in a house up. I was gathering fiber to put on a door and hmm. I'm gathering fiber and just a saber tooth tiger shows up out of nowhere. And so I have to run. It, it kills me the first time. And when I respawn, it's still there. So mm-hmm. I, so I have to run into the water and swim out into the water and then I'm just, and then I just, uh, and and then I get cl- just close enough to where it won't come out into the water, and then I just start. Uh, well, no, no, I lured it out into the water because it swam out to try to get me. So I dove mm-hmm. underneath it and just started hacking at its stomach until it died, and that was how I beat the first one. Because then, like the next day in game. I'm gathering and two saber tooth tigers show up and I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> but continue. So did, did one of the names, the saber tooth Inigo Montoya, you killed my father, prepare to die? No, I wouldn't even be surprised. He could have, it could have said that while it was killing me. And I'd have been like, as far as I'm concerned, makes sense. <laughs> It's art. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, so confirmed, arc is just like Australia. Everything will kill you, even the super super turkeys. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm looking at our board and uh, the thing from last week. Did you go to Big Boy? I did go to Big Boys. Um, I actually caught them at a time when they didn't have. 30 cars lined up down the road. Thankfully. <laughs> um, so I drove in there and I went in, and I got like, I got three things. I got the pizza burger. I got uh, oof, one of their, uh, oh, I got their uh, quarter pounder. I think it was called. And then I got their chicken. Now, when I got their chicken, I thought it was just going to be like a leg and a wing 
or like uh like a chicken burger. I didn't expect a box of like two uh, uh of a, a drum a wing and like two hawks i wasn't expecting that um the pizza burger was okay like it wasn't bad but it was just okay it wasn't as good as everybody was telling me it was um but it was all right the the uh the burger that I got, which I'm still not sure if it was the quarter pounder, it was just a McDonald's Big Mac. It was mm. literally just a McDonald's Big Mac, down to the way it looked and tasted. It was mm. just like I opened up the box and I'm like, that looks suspiciously like a McDonald's Big Mac. And then I bit into it and I was like, that's just a McDonald's Big Mac. This is literally just a McDonald's Big Mac. Did, did Big Boy start that or did McDonald's start that? Because it's literally a McDonald's Big Mac. It may be called something different. It's the same sandwich. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just like that. I'm like, well, okay. I was like, Big Boy stealing McDonald's sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> and uh the chicken was good uh it once again it wasn't anything particularly fantastic but it was good um i cannot fathom why people line up 40 cars in and then wait so that they can get into big boys and maybe I need to try more of the food, so I might have to do that, and then uh, I might have to go in, try some more stuff on their menu, and maybe I'll find something that... Oh, crap. Okay. That's this kind of area. I didn't know I was going to fall through the bridge. Um, mm. But maybe I need to try their entire menu, and something up there will warrant that, but I could not fathom being the 30th car in that line and then going, yeah, I'll wait. It's that good. <laughs> like, cause it, it is not that good. It is not that good. Um, uh, I am stuck. Am I stuck on this side? Oh, no, interact. There we go. Uh, I'm not stuck ooh, on this side. Um, <laughs> Ooh, glad I didn't cross that bridge. But it was a but it was a good experience. No no biggies or issues, and the food was good. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll have to go back just so I can, like I said, try out the rest of the menu. Um, I do not know uh, <clears throat> if any of the food is going to warrant this reputation that big boy has maybe i need now i live in a small town too like kind of out in the boonies like where they play so the sunshine it, out to you yeah so it might simply be that maybe that big boys wasn't the spectacular one that everyone's always talking about uh maybe i need to go to like a bigger city like i don't know new york or uh california san francisco somewhere around there right go to like well, san, would, san fran or yeah i would recommend not going to san francisco unless you want to step on feces covered needles but that's just me well, right, but I, 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 like I understand that. <laughs> but what I mean is, maybe I need to do like a maybe go to a big city 
and try big boys there and then that will be the experience everyone is talking about but i i didn't see it like or at least i didn't taste it uh right Uh, are we rushing to a god damn it <laughs> are we rushing to a destination yeah it looks like we're rushing to a destination or the rest of us i am at. not oh i'm here i'm here so confirmed big boys eh. yeah kind of meh it left me with a meh um <laughs> Like I know good food, and I'll tell you all day if it's if it's really good. But it it was good, but it wasn't like it Slap wasn't what the wait three hours. Right. Good. <laughs> it wasn't itis good. I didn't eat it and then pass out. <laughs> <laughs> what the <clears throat> balls are? What is this? Oh, that's General Marmalade. He's mutated. So now we have to put a left in the in that thing over there where you see the exclamation point. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the, that thing, when it's charged, it'll shoot the dude. I want to be careful. He's got very explosive belches. Uh, of course he does. This is... It is just grotesque enough but it it's grotesque. This stage is grotesque. I, dude, I, every time I see something new in this game, I like it more. <laughs> <laughs> this is just grotesque enough to be uncomfortable. Um, actually, uh, that's a thing that I was. Uh, there is a what was it? If I can remember it, um, I was watching something. Uh, well, talk about one of your topics. And I'll see if I can remember this particular one, because. Uh, well, other than okay, so I I'd men- I've mentioned it earlier when we were playing Dauntless, but there's a uh, there was a Kickstarter for a game called Dimension, which is a they touted it as the first completely free trading card game where you get the first three sets for free. Mm-hmm. You print them. There's like a draft, a booster draft set of like 300 something cards, a cube draft set uh-huh. of like another three or 400 cards. And then the uh, constructed deck. Mm-hmm. And I remembered it cause I found a folder while I was nosing around in the living room that had uh, some of the cards and some of the rules printed out on regular paper. And I was like, hmm, that looks kind of interesting. So I went back to the Kickstarter and tried to find the website. The website's closed down. I found them on Facebook and asked them if they had the files still or where I could get them. And they were like, uh, we're, they're down for now. And I was like, well, shit. And then I was like, hey, wait a minute. If I have those printed out, I've got to have it on my computer. So I went on my computer, and sure enough, there all three of them were, plus the things for the mana. So I put those on my uh, card drive. So it's basically, it, it looks like a master card, but it's a, a thumb drive of like four gigabytes or something. So I put those on there, and Friday after work, I went and printed out the mana and the, uh, the constructed deck set, which is called Lucid's Forge. Mm-hmm. And to yesterday and today, I you know 
playing games like I do. And I would, you know, take a quick break, cut out a few pages of them. So I've got a nice thick stack of the cards here on my, uh, on the TV table of the cards. Now, the only, the only downside is I only downloaded the black and white version. Mm. So color is kind of lost and excuse me. And, and same with the, the other game I downloaded today, mm. it's a print and play card game called Aether Captains. It's a special, a special mod uh, called Golem or something. So I guess you're basically building a uh, a Golem or what's that um, that shit? Uh, not a Chimera. The uh, the thing from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. They tried to make one of their mom. They're trying to make oh uh, a uh, homunculus. Yeah, there you go. That's what it kind of basically looks like to me. So it and I've got I cut out I think one page of that so far. And you know, other than that, I've watched uh, watched some Ducktales today. Uh, bring back memories, and of course uh, that came out in '89. So I was seven when that came out shows you how old i am uh but yeah so did you think do you remember what you were trying to think of i can't remember the specific thing that started the thought process in my head but i remember i was thinking that i like it better when the thing is like when you have more bosses that are like these grotesque monsters um but man, I can't remember what sparked the thought. It'll probably come to me some way, way later, and so it'll have to probably be the uh, the next the next podcast. Because um, I can't for the life of me remember what sparked it. Now, um, I should have written it down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so, oh, um, so we're gonna pause right quick uh, before we start our next segment. So you'll hear one of my uh, hand-picked interludes between now and the next segment. So we will be right back. Okay, so welcome back. Marmalade. (laughs) Shit, marmalade. So can we not get that arm off of the floor now? Oh, what is it? I think there's something you got to shoot. Because I don't remember the floor being lava this long in the last time we I fought this guy. Well, you're supposed to... I know it gives you an indicator to be like, shoot this arm, shoot this arm, but I figured it would only... The floor would only be lava for a certain amount of time, then it would stop on its own. But it... Okay, there we go. now it's gone. Maybe you just had to shoot it enough times? I don't know. Um, but floor is not good. lava anymore. That's good. Yay. Uh, I don't think rack is a good choice for this particular mission because he's his is like a spread shot rock, mm-hmm. and doesn't really do distance that well unless I can do like pool trick shots to get these things bounced all over the damn place. Mm. But okay, so yeah, next segment up, and you want to talk about. Uh, do more talk about the games you were you were playing 
Well, dot hack. Okay, so remember, oh, I, I really do want to talk about dot hack. So remember okay. before when I was talking about how Haseo was all like, "Oh, Vaughn, you didn't give me a chance to to tell you about my feelings. You all just go. You always just run off and do whatever it is you want to do. And it's like hmm. it's, you got to let me tell you how I feel. And, and I'm like <laughs> Haseo." You sound like your relationship with Ovan is a lot more than just uh, friendship. Like, seriously, <laughs> what? What? And so I'm playing Volume 4, Reconnection. And we're going to get back to that word. Um, I'm playing <laughs> Volume 4, Reconnection. And there is literally an option. Because you get Ovan as a character that you can put in your party. There is absolutely an option. That allows you to marry him in game. <laughs> now, so this is this might be like I seem to be kind of sporadic in the way that I start telling you about this. Um, there are going to be spoilers uh, for those of you who haven't played it. Tune out right now while, while I'm saying this right now because there are going to be spoilers. Um, because in order for me to really talk in order for me to talk about volume four because it's only really two hours long if that hmm. give or take um there's just gonna be spoilers so endurance has become one of my favorite characters in volume four he quickly became uh really funny because in volume four uh, do you know about the different job class extensions that Haseo gets to uh, change how he looks in the game? Uh, I'm sure you'll tell me. Okay, so <laughs> in the first game, uh, Haseo is an adept rogue. And in the first game, um, you are uh, you basically look like uh, somebody that's in like leather armor. Oh, fuck you, you elite piece of shit. <laughs> um fucking came up behind me while I was charging the damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um but, but uh you look kind of like you look like a rogue. Like you you're you're like in light leather armor basically and you use dual uh you basically use uh daggers. Um um and uh <clears throat> When, and what you can get is what's called a job extension, which as an adept rogue allows you to use one of the other weapons in the game from one of the other classes. And it gives you a lot of variety because you're basically a jack-of-all-trades type master of none, kind of, is how they explain it. So mm -hmm. while you can do a lot of different things, which gives you a lot of utility, you're not as good at the other class, as good as the other dedicated classes, which almost is immediately shown to be absolute rubbish because you, you can murder just about any other class in that game one-on-one -on -one in even level with the same weapon. Like there doesn't, there's no real, there's no real difference, and maybe that's just a uh, product of how the game had to be built. But it's just, it's silly. Um, stop hitting me, Elite. I don't like it. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> you just want attention. Okay. 
Now, see this this shit where they where they have this like electricity crackling around them. It's bullshit. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, this friggin' same dude just killed me again. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing we were dealing with in the other one because it makes them invincible. You can't grab them. You can't punch them. Shooting them doesn't seem to do anything while they're charging it. But once they're done charging it, it looks like you can shoot it off of them. But you also have to keep them from running up and murdering you while you're doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's freaking annoying. Um, stop running. Get over here. Uh, Will it let me charge the... Watch out, you got elites headed toward the platform. Mm. Oh, fuck. He's doing the charge up. I'm out of here. But so what ended up... uh, So when you get your next weapon, it's a great sword. And your your form changes a little bit. Um, Like you get thicker armor, stuff like that. And then, uh, uh, mm. (laughs) yeah, every time I do that, know that I have been killed, people. (laughs) Um, But uh, you get a great sword, changes your appearance a little bit. And then you get the scythe, which which changes your appearance to the way you, to what it was when you started the game. And they were showing Haseyo as the terror of death. Um, and it's like this fully encased type of armor. It looks really cool in the cinematics. Okay, just power through my attack, which is supposed to beat your throw, but whatever. Um, hmm. Right. Uh, and then you get another form where you get dual guns. Your your outfit turns white. Uh, you look. Uh, you uh, lose the armor. Um. I mean, like, you don't lose it all, but you get, like, you go from, like, plate mail to chain mail. You know, it's a lighter, it's a lighter armor look. Um, and, uh, the one thing about that outfit that I noticed that I didn't notice before is the freaking Invincible Elites. Um, the one thing that I noticed about the outfit that I never noticed before is that it has an anchor point right in Haseo's butt. <laughs> now, remember, this is third-person view, so you're normally staring at Haseo's butt. And I never noticed it before, but I was I was taking the time to just look at his outfit, and I realized that because you have these two uh, circular discs on your uh, hanging from your hips over your butt and then you have a sort of bar that curves from both of them and meets in the middle it's literally right in his butt <laughs> and I was like "What? why though <laughs> I was like "What? why would why I mean it's a it, it's an in-game character right but it just struck me as odd that because none of the other no other class has anything like that in their design. So I just thought that was weird. Um, and in the fourth volume, you get another form, which the moment I saw it, the moment I saw it in-game, I didn't think about it when I saw it on the cover, because you can actually see it on the cover of the game. But the moment I saw it in-game, I was like, fuck, that! they ripped that right out of D. Gray Man. It looks like something mm. right out of D. Gray Man. <laughs> 
I am not even kidding. It's an open, long trench coat. It's black and white. He's got now. Uh, he, you lose your, you lose all of your your other four weapons, which were the daggers, the great sword, the scythe, and the dual guns. You lose those, and you get a long sword. That's one of those ser- those serrated whip swords. So you get mm. this red and black serrated whip sword, which actually looks pretty cool. I'm I'm down with that. But Uh-oh. what they did is, well, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the fact that what they did is they took it and they went, okay, so we're taking away all of your skills because you had skills for each of your weapons. Um, and we're giving you a set form of epitaph because what ends up happening is after you defeat volume three and volume four, uh, uh, Zelkova in volume three sealed your avatar away, right? Because your mm-hmm. avatar had absorbed all of the power of the other seven avatars. So your avatar was no longer an avatar, but a god. And it was mm. so powerful that the world, which is the PC MMO, could not handle it. Like the net could not handle an actual digital god inside of it which only makes you wonder what kind of deity aura is because if you if you remember this entire mess got started because someone created a program called morgana that was supposed to create a artificial intelligence in the digital space which would basically be a digital god as well Mm. And for some reason, her existence wasn't causing any issues. Maybe it's the simple fact that the avatars were created to hunt her. Maybe it's because they're different in that kind of way. Um, But so he seals Scathe away. Now, remember when I told you that the entire... uh, the entire basis of uh, Dot Hack was growth, was characters uh, b- going from children to adults mentally, right? <clears throat> yeah. They were supposed to be maturing as people. So Haseo started off as a selfish, singular minded, this is my goal, I'm going to get there, asshole. And as you go through the story, he stops being that. He starts caring about other people and their feelings and how his words affect them and how his actions affect them. He starts letting them help him instead of doing everything himself, even if he even if he feels like he should be able to do it all himself. He, he basically is growing up to become a part of a society, basically, kind of. Well, in Volume 4, he has gone right back to being single-minded and not asking anybody for help, which is what he was supposed to be not doing anymore, which is what he was supposed to have matured past. So, in Volume 4, he's like, gotta get Ovon back. Because everyone else has woken up except Ovon. So, he stopped playing the game for a year. And from what I can tell, he stopped talking to his friends for almost a ye- for a year and mm. then he come and then when he's sure he can actually uh when he's sure he can uh 
when he's uh, sure that he has a chance of actually getting Oban back, he logs back into the game and everybody is there because Pi, because what happened was Pi quit CC Corp and went off to another organization to, uh, oh, and went off to another organization to work and Haseo talked to her and she got him a job working at the same organization to work on getting Ovon back. So hmm. now they're now he's back with Pi to try to get Ovon back and Shino and Adelie and Syllabus and Gaspar, all his friends from the previous volumes, show up to show up because he's now back in the game. And they start saying hi and stuff and Al Kade too. Um oh. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, and remember when I was like, we'll get back to the fact that this volume is called Reconnection. Uh-huh. There are three distinct spots where they're like, hey, go talk to your friends. And they will not let you do anything else until you do. You can't leave the area. You have to stay there until you go talk to your friends because you got to reconnect. You got to reconnect, David. You got to make sure you talk to your friends. You haven't talked to them in like a year. Reconnect, man. Wait, who are <laughs> Get you? Get back in there. <laughs> You're playing as Haseo. I was being facetious. Oh, okay, okay. That <laughs> I was wondering. I, I was also wondering that too. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's like they they really drive the reconnection home, and then when you re when you get Ovon freed, they drive it home then because he's like, oh, I just was going to, you know, just, you know, disappear with the world. And so, Ovon, you're a stupid idiot. Yeah, you might have been happy with that, but what about the rest of us? What if we wouldn't have been happy with it? We we, we wanted you around. We'd have been sad. I'd have been sad. You're just going to leave me again? (laughs) Just give me the deal. Give it to me. And that actually, you just you, you touched on why Endrance is is like so funny to me now. Because at first, when I run into Endrance, Endrance is this typical, uh, pre- he's that typical pretty boy that doesn't care about anything that women really go for. And I'm not saying that arbitrarily. Like that is an archetype that I have watched girls flock to right mm-hmm. well Hasey, you help him out as Haseo and he becomes infatuated with Haseo like I love you now remember Indrance is a guy right mm-hmm. and in volume 4 after your transformation he's like Haseo how how you how can you do this 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 vision that you are and that you were you were a magnificent vision before this isn't verbatim but he's like you're mag- you were a magnificent vision before but now now your radiance I I may not be I may not be held uh, responsible for my next actions and I'm like okay oh. Idris I like you now because <laughs> that's good <laughs> and Idris is just like hey Haseo. Whenever you get around to it, if you want to uh, give me that D, I'm up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, like, hey, Haseo, so uh, when are you going to give me that D? He's <laughs> like, hey, Haseo, you know, it's been about 15 minutes. 
Want to give me that Can D? I get that D? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get that D? <laughs> Idris is like he grew on me, man. He grew. I, I was like, dude, Idris is so hilarious. <laughs> Idris is just so funny. He's just he's so hardcore. He's like, hey, Haseo, that D though. Like really? What's up with that really, D? Though. Like, 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 really, though, right? Like, like, like really, though. <laughs> For real, come on, come on, bro. Uh, like, give, give me that D. Um, <laughs> when you get to it and you start really seeing it, it's so hilarious. And Asayo is basically is always he's until volume four. He's so awkward about it too because he doesn't know how to respond. Um. But uh, uh, let's see. So you get Ovan back. Now, when you are looking for Ovan, they introduce a new character called Kusagiri, I think her name was. Uh, God damn this thing. Um, right. I think her name is Kusagiri. And she says she's the little sister of Zelkova. Zelkova is another prominent character in the game. He's the leader of a guild. Um. God damn! It's like I can't get away from this. Um, can can they at least uh, give my asshole a second to stretch back into shape before they pound it again? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want the D. Come on, don't give me that. <laughs> I'm not asking for it. That's entrance. I'm not asking for the D. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh fuck! <laughs> Fucking shockwaves on the ground. Speaking but um, of, I've, I've got the perfect title for this segment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> give me but, <laughs> yeah, Haseo, give me that D. They're like, hey, well, what's up with that? Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh. Um, but uh, so her, I, like, I believe oh, her name is Kusagiri. Oh, I am oh, forgetting. You. Um, but I believe it's Kusagiri. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering it. I'm pretty sure that's not how you pronounce it. Um, but she's this little girl. She says she's a little sister of another prominent character. Um, so you go along to help her. Now, the prominent character is named Zilkova. He, what you find out is that he is an AI existence. He is not a player. Turns out he's an AI existence this, this entire time. Now, what Volume Four shed light on uh, shed light on for me was that he may also be an Ida, and if you remember from the last time we talked about it, Ida is like this virus that has been infecting the system and turning people into lost ones because it's basically uh, studying human beings because it is an a it is a uh, basic AI basically, and it's trying to study human beings. And uh, it, its actual goal is never really stated, only that it is studying human beings. And since human beings are this plethora of emotions and stuff, it has taken a vested interest in the world itself because there are so many people there in one location that it can interact with. Well, the reason this shed some light on Zelkova's condition was because uh, – Kubira, or I'm probably saying it differently now, but the the new his little sister basically oh, says, uh, "I'm going to take a stab at it." Uh, Kagiri, probably Kagiri. Yeah, maybe Kagiri. it's Kagiri. Um, 
But the reason I say that is because in order to unseal Haseo's powers, Elkova says they need to introduce an impurity into Skate, which is his avatar. And Kubir, uh, the, his little sister, is... Kagari. Kagari, yeah. <laughs> is someone that he... Like, they can use her data to do that. So when they... So they download her data into um, Haseo's uh, PC... Which gives him all these new tattoo markings, which the moment I saw him, I said, that looks like some Ida stuff. And that was confirmed when you break Ovan out of his uh, ice prison. Uh, uh, Kugiri shows up and confirms that she is Ida. She is the Ida that was possessing his body before he activated the rebirth. And she wanted to rejoin with him. So that's why she sought you out in the first place. Because she wasn't strong enough to break him out. But she knew you were. So she does rejoin. She rejoins with. Uh, she rejoins with uh, Ovan. But he seemed, they seem to be in control now. Like it's no longer pushing him into homicidal rages, which is what turned his little sister into a lost one. Because once he got infected by Ida, he uh, turned around and PK'd her, <laughs> and so she became a lost one. Mm. Um. So Zelkova himself says, "Yes, she is my little sister. I know it's hard to explain, but she's right." And I'm like, "So does that mean Zelkova?" Because what they said about Kogiri is that she was an Ida that seems to have taken on uh, a sort of human consciousness, right? She's human-like in the way that she can think and act and talk uh, with uh, other PCs, with uh, the PCs in the game. So it's like, well, then does that mean that uh, Zelkova is also an advanced form of her? That he is an Ida that, through interacting with uh, the other players, became uh, sapient. Oh, right? Oh, who the fuck is shooting me? God damn it. Everyone right. is shooting us. <laughs> Every fucking one, man. <laughs> like, All oh, the man. D's coming from every direction. Too many right? D's. Now I know what a hot girl at a bar feels like. <laughs> She's just, <laughs> it's just from all directions. <laughs> no. Makes me, makes me think of that gif of the chick getting a pack of hot dogs thrown in her face. Like, it, <laughs> like, it just, like they opened the pack of hot dogs, took them out, and just chucked them at her face. <laughs> That's a really good analogy, though. That's really good. <laughs> Cause that's literally how it seems. <laughs> She's just like, stop, 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 no, no, stop. <laughs> oh, that, so that's the, that's good. Now the real question is: Are they Oscar Mayer, Brightleaf, or like the the shitty store brand? <laughs> oh, that I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where do we get a? Got to screw him into each of these terminals. That's um, what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> In the, each of her terminals. <laughs> but uh, 
So Kubira was Ida, which also means that Zelkova, without telling you, downloaded Ida into your PC. Now, okay. your PC at this point is hacked all to fucking fuck, right? Like, the big antagonist... Oh, no, you don't, you son of a... Oh, and of course it was. Of course, you're just immune to being stopped from being invincible. Okay, well, sure. Hmm. Um, right. Now, the big antagonist for Volume 4 is a... I forget the name... Uh, Valgor- Valgara, I think it's called, if I'm pronouncing it right. Um... And it is an existence that exists because the world is so fucked up. Because when Haseo comes back, the world is literally falling apart. And uh, CC Corp is intending on shutting it down. Because it's it's just falling apart. It's just coming apart at the damn scenes. Um, so... Nope, nope, nope. God damn it. Yep, one came up behind me and fucking crushed my face. Like, I just finished killing one, and one came up behind me and grabbed me. (laughs) Um, Mm. But Valgara is literally the system trying to keep the world together and stabilize it. So anything that it sees as an anomaly, it eats. Mm. So you're fighting this thing. And in the last confrontation with it that you get to do with Ovan, who is a motherfucking badass with Ida. Like, he has an AoE stun. And it's like four seconds to five seconds long. I was like, what? I want to play as Ovan. That's overpowered as shit. But both your characters are freaking monsters in the world now, though. Like, literally. Um, The Avatar battles that you get to do in Avatar space are still probably uh, my favorite part of the entire game. They fucking go. There it is. uh, It feels good to play as an Avatar. Um, Stop it. Okay, you have to when you see them charging up that invincibility, you have to uh you have to shoot them and it should knock them out of it. Uh, f- bullshit. You move hmm. 2 feet and then grab me from another 5 feet away. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you know that's how they do it now. Fucking, this fucking crap. What are we supposed to be doing anyway? So we can get this over with. Gotta plug Kuzman's head in again, Giggity. Where is it? I don't know Uh, where it is. It's back in the thing, I think. Yeah, it's back in the fucking crawling ass thing over here. Oh, uh, God. Can't get away. Um, Okay, where was I? Um, Oh, yeah. You and Ovan being overpowered as balls. So you go Mm -hmm. and you beat Valgora and it transforms into its last form. And its last form is an amalgamation. Like, I recognize one of the big, like, undead bosses from, I believe, the uh, uh, from another part of the game in Volume 3. It was like, uh, oh, I'm forgetting now. Ah, oh, crap, I'm forgetting now. I-, I can't remember. But it basically is an amalgam of bosses. Right? And actually, this was a fight 
that I actually liked because what it was is that it had basically four heads and you had to fight each head individually as its own boss. And that was actually pretty cool. I actually like that. Uh, the battle could have been tougher, but I don't think they could have done much. And I have to say the way Scathe looks, because what happens is you call Scathe and Ovon calls out his avatar, uh, Corbinic, and the two of them fuse together. So mm -hmm. now you're a fusion of the avatars and Ida. Um, yeah, you just got to shoot them when they're inv invincible because they do take damage from being shot. Uh, okay. I'll but, uh, yeah. Um, but their fusion together into one avatar is badass. I liked it a lot. I was like, yeah, I'm behind this 100%. This is good. I like hmm. this. Come here, bitch. Okay, we're, we're coming up on segment. How much more? But how much more you got? Well, for... no. that, that's pretty much all. Um, as for an installment, it's meh. It's all right. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, unfortunately, it is. I can't sit here and be like, oh, it was amazing. It's like, no, it was okay. It could have been amazing. They just didn't make it big enough or involved enough to be amazing. Um, but it was just right. meant to tie up some loose ends. You saved everyone, which I thought was stupid because the the entire game from volume one to volume four was supposed to be about growing up, maturing from children into adults. Well, sometimes shit just doesn't go your way and shit goes terribly wrong and it stays terribly wrong and there's nothing you can do about it and you have to accept it and move on. They don't teach you that lesson, right? Hmm. They, they basically taught you the lesson that if you try hard enough and ask other people to help you, everything turns out all right. And that's hmm. just not the, that's just not the <laughs> way the world actually works. works. Yeah, that's not how the world works. Um, so I, I'm sitting here like, if that's going to be your main theme, then make it, make it really be your main theme, because now you're not teaching a, a lesson about maturing into adults. You're just making a, a normal storyline where the, uh, where the good guys win in the end and the bad guys always get their comeuppance. But that, that's oh. not much, that's not how that works though. Um, but other than that, it, it was all right. I did, like I said, like some things in it. I love the new form of Skate's avatar at the end of the game. Uh, I think Haseo's new look is good, even if it is ripped right out of the gray man. Um, I <laughs> found Indrance, no, I, I no longer found Indrance irritating. I found him entertaining and I laughed every time Shit. he was on the screen. Um, and, uh, What was it? Was there anything? No, I think that's it. And uh, yeah, so I did like things out of it, and I think overall it was all right. I do, I think overall it's worth taking the time to play mm. if you are a fan of the genre. Hmm. All right, cool, cool. So we're gonna have a sponsor break here, and we'll get into the. Oh, I'm a featured player. Cool. Nice a screenshot of that. <laughs> well, it's recorded. I don't need to take a screenshot of it. No, I'm taking a screenshot of it. Oh, okay. All right, you can put so it up as a will, wallpaper. 
Well, I mean, it is uh, <clears throat> it is Micah, so you know it's got them got them titties and ass ass and titties. So. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, she's she's definitely no uh, chick you're playing because that's just like mm, all she's no Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all the jiggle there. But so yeah, we're gonna take a sponsor break, and we'll be back with our next subject. Yep. yep. All right, welcome back. Hmm. Welcome back, everybody. So, shall we <laughs> go on to ruining Thanksgiving for everyone? Yeah, might as well. Oh, I and I remembered why I was thinking when we were uh, fighting the boss uh, marmalade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was dot hack because the last boss hmm. is a grotesque amalgam of different bosses all stuck together so Mm. i was like i actually like that i like it when the last boss is this sort of eldritch horror right instead of like some neat and clean fallen angel or even like even demons are basically like good looking and sexy now right so Mm. i actually like I think I've actually gotten to a point where I'm appreciating when the thing you're fighting is just as far from human as you can get. Um, right. I like how you used Eldritch Horror. Well, yeah, because it's it's that it it is that uh, it's it's that th- now there is one thing that I will say about it, and that is that. Uh, Simon R. Green, one of my favorite artists, he writes The Night Side. And in it, there's a point in one of his books where they go up against an enemy that looks human but isn't. And the character states, if there's one thing that is more disturbed, the most disturbing thing is that when there's something that looks human, but you know it isn't. And I also like that concept as well. I, I do like the concept of something that looks human, but from the moment you see it, it seems off and you know it's not. And that is disturbing as well. But I also like when something is just so removed from human, just human anatomy, that the from the moment you encounter it, it gives you a feeling of, just squeamishness you are uncomfortable and you no longer want to be in the area with it because it is just it's a horror right Mm -hmm. so i like i i do like both of those two concepts um and i hope to see more of those concepts in games like I, i really do um but we'll see how that goes like dark souls does it every now and again uh Bloodborne does it for Bloodborne does it a good bit um, especially in the later parts of its game Um, there are some uh, there are some bosses that you're just like what the fuck is that thing (laughs) Hmm. Um, some enemies too Um, but yeah but continue ruining Thanksgiving yeah so, spoiler alert, it's all white people's fault. Ah. 
Well, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, like, like I, I, I want to defend white people on this, but the evidence, it, it, I can't do anything with that. I have no defense. I, like, the evidence is just the evidence. <laughs> now, now, let me let me add a caveat to that, and we'll, I'll add, I'll add this caveat, and then you know you can launch into. I assume we're going to do the history of and, you know, X, Y, Z, A, B, C, one, two, three. Well, yeah, go ahead. Um, I really was only, I didn't delve deep, deep into Thanksgiving history. Like I didn't delve into who killed who at what time with what weapon and who witnessed it and then changed their testimony. And then, you know, then there were, three-fourths less, and then three-fourths of the Indian population die. Like, I didn't go into all of that. But we'll, okay. right. I, I was just planning on hitting the basic topics. But you go as deep into it as you want to, and I will verify whatever you have to say, and if I can't verify it, I'll, I'll just go off of your authority. <laughs> okay, so, uh, lucky enough, last week, uh, uh, Parcast, one of the podcasting networks I listen to, has a show called the dark side of now, let me let me go ahead and give the caveat first before i go into that so the white people of yesteryear were not as <clears throat> uh, she's throwing up upstairs damn it anyway so oh. yeah so uh she's, she's been doing that for like the last six last year basically put it that way oh um, okay yeah Probably the grease from the McDonald's I got her that she wanted. Mm. So, you know, the white people of of that time are not like the people of now. You know, back then people thought if you weren't white, you're inferior, or, you know, you weren't as smart, or you know they were you know, they were the, the worst kind of bigots and racists back then. Now it's it's gotten better, if only slightly. So, having said that, yeah, hashtag those damn white people. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm going to just throw it out there. Christopher Columbus was a terrible human being. Terrible human the, being. I think he was also Italian, wasn't he, or was he Spanish? No, he was a he was Italian, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, 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 Italian. But he was um, sent to the New World for the Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Um, did not discover the New World because if you remember your history that they got right, he wasn't looking for America. They didn't know America existed. He was trying to. He what he had. What he had proposed was to take the basically the route that no one takes and go around the world. And uh, he was trying uh, to find to India. India that way. Yeah. Well, he yeah. well he was planning on go- well they knew where India was, but he was trying to find a different trade route, and so he wanted to sail out into the Atlantic. 
and go all the way around the world. And people were like, what are you fucking crazy? The world is flat. And, he, and that's the one thing he kind of inadvertently proved is that the world wasn't flat. Um, simply because when he sailed and even though he hit America and it wasn't in uh, India like he wanted it to be, um, mm-hmm. he proved there was no edge to fall off of, right? right? Because that's what they all thought at the time. They, if you go out that way, you're going to hit the edge and fall the fuck off the planet. But he he did inadvertently prove that that was wrong. Um, like he he meant to. I, I say inadvertently. He meant to. He 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 kind of meant to prove the world was round. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, the the myth that he discovered America is silly because it's. It, and I've heard people make this analogy constantly. It's like going over to your neighbor's house, walking into the living room while they're sitting on the couch, and going, "I discovered this." <laughs> it's like no there there were already people there you, you can't discover it if someone else exists there <laughs> right. so um he was also uh he was also a, apparently a giant giant pedophile uh, well isn't that Which, isn't that par for the course well <sighs> but and and technically if i'm remembering correctly Vikings actually discovered the Americas long before Columbus or Magellan decided to set sail because they've found, and we're kind of getting a little off subject, but that's fine. Uh, They found remnants of Viking villages on the, on the East coast. Mm, Yes. Uh, I think they sailed, if I'm remembering correctly, they they sailed through what is Greenland into uh, through parts of Canada, I want to say, or around Canada and the uppermost part of North America. And I think they found evidence that they went all the way down to South America too, that they actually followed that coastline all the way down. Um, I'll I'll fact check that. And any of our listeners, if you know for a fact, you know exactly how far the Vikings exploration went, by all means, correct us and let us know. Um, I am going right. off of memory. Yeah. Um, so I Me might too. be getting some points wrong. Um, Ooh, excuse me. So. So, yeah, the whole the whole thing, the the uh, pilgrims left England because, you know, the, the church of England and the monarchy didn't like the kind of Christianity they were practicing. So they gave England the big middle finger, got on their ships and set sail for America. Right. Pretty Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they land at Plymouth Rock or whatever. And funny enough, and we can, we can kind of tie this in, um, I think it was also Cortez before the pilgrims came over. Well, actually, yeah. So Cortez came over in search of gold and um, <clears throat> Europeans being the, the filthy sons of bitches they are, introduced uh, new diseases 
to the Indians in Central and North America. Yeah, they did. Actually, a lot of the diseases, uh, I was actually having a conversation with another friend of mine. A lot of the diseases that we got rid of that no longer exist today, but decimated whole civilizations back at that time were brought Mm -hmm. down by Europeans. Like, Mm -hmm. those diseases existed nowhere else in the world until Europeans set foot there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Um, uh, Go ahead. ahead. Yeah, sorry. So, um, I'm trying to remember, because this was part of that podcast I was listening to. So, I will say that you know, the pilgrims did have their their hand in a lot of death of indigenous Americans. But I will add to that that the indigenous Americans themselves were not their disagreement. Yeah. They <laughs> they would, you know, some people from one tribe would be ostracized, they would leave the tribe and found their own tribe tribes would go to war with each other mass killing rape and you know sli- you know they'd enslave the the women and children of the decimated tribe so for anyone who wants to waggle a finger neither side is innocent now i will say the settlers did the settlers were dicks definitely dicks well the moral of the story is that everybody was an asshole Uh, columbus and the settlers (laughs) were assholes the indians were assholes most people just seem to be and there's been kind of a trend currently as well assholes Mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) assholes assholes everywhere yeah, it's like, look at all of the assholes, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Brown-eyed days. But yeah, so um, so when the pilgrims came over, they, they found, like, abandoned cities that, you know, whether it was due to diseases that the Spaniards brought or... Uh, you know, just like there was, and this was, a, I think this was a cracked podcast I listened to years ago. There was a plague that had, um, that the uh, indigenous Americans had suffered through, and it did wipe out a good majority of the population, which I f- believe is why they fled the cities that they made and then became uh I want to say transient, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Like they would, you know, that's where, that's when they, like they left the They became nomads? Yes, that's the one. Wandering, you know, like wanderers. Yeah. And that's where they, you know, they make their, their little TP camps and, and all that. And, you know, again, also, Ooh, I like this gun. That's the kind of full auto I'm looking for, but and you know, yeah, listeners can, one. can fact, yeah, and it's full auto. It's not the plink 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 or the uh, right the three round plink plink. No, this is like Burt. 
and I like that. <laughs> when I'm using an auto rifle, it should burnt. Just saying. Right. So, but yes, you know, the, the pilgrims came over, found these cities, and, you know, being that they had lived in Europe their entire lives, they knew nothing about how to, you know, live the plains life. And there was, uh, and this was part of the Thanksgiving podcast from Parcast. I can't remember all of it, but uh, there was a chieftain who actually, you know, dis, you know, in spite of, you know, the the pilgrims being, for lack of a better term, arrogant white bastards, uh, mm-hmm. you know, helped them. They, you know, they did teach them how to grow corn. They taught them how to farm, and all that good stuff. Yeah, you go ahead and, yeah, get them. Yeah, punch them in the dick. That was a good dick. <laughs> I saw that. I seen that. Well, I know how to zero on punching in the dick. A lot of practice. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then like the whole the whole myth of it is was that the pilgrims and the Indians or indigenous Americans, if you want to use proper parlance. Or natives. Came to and natives, yeah. Came together peacefully and the the first Thanksgiving was with both nations peacefully eating together which did happen to an effect um but it's not as rose colored as uh history would have you believe right it's the same thing that happens with any any time one society runs into another society one of the side one of them pushes the boundaries to see what they can get and then when the uh when the other society at that point goes, uh, no, we'll kill you back, then people start <laughs> trying to talk. Honestly, it's kind of like what's going on in Hong Kong right now. Because didn't I told you in either the previous podcast or the podcast before that, that they got what they wanted, but they were still blowing shit up and burning yeah, shit down. Funny. And yeah, and people have been getting shot and shit like that. Well, apparently yeah. the military cornered them in the co- in their college um and there have been arrests and the the gov- their government has been like hey let's open up a dialogue and then the protesters are like nah fuck that <laughs> and, and they're like guys we withdrew the thing that started this it is not gonna happen let's stop and talk and the protesters are like nah fuck that so mm-hmm. now and when you put your government in that position, it's the same thing that happens when you put your people, when you're a government and you put your people in that position. Well, now we have to punch you back. Like mm, we, right. we, we, we took the first punch because we did something stupid and fucked up. Okay. But then you kept punching us and we were like, stop. I, you, you don't need to punch me anymore. We get it. And you were like, no, nah, I'm just going to keep punching you. And I find it hilarious that one of their demands is that this protest not be referred to as a riot. If you have to ask people, if you have to be like, hey, this is not a riot, it's a fucking riot. (laughs) (laughs) That's like going, hey, 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 I killed that guy. He was defenseless, but it wasn't a murder. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, or like you know, you know like, that that chick was giving me bedroom eyes, and and I gave her the business, but you know, 
She may or yeah. may not have consented, but that's not rape. No, no, she consented that, with her body language. That absolutely wasn't rape. She, she, yeah, she, so, she gave or, all the signs that she was into it. Or <laughs> as, uh, as that one gal on the View said, it's not rape, rape. Yeah. <laughs> was it that to because the dude had actually violated the woman in the butt? So she was like, it wasn't rape, rape because no, it wasn't it was, in the vagina. No, I, um, I remember because we had talked about it. It was that, uh, yeah. that Hollywood director. His name, his name's Roman Polanski, mm-hmm. and he had raped a under a, a minor, an underage girl, and fled the country rather than be persecuted. Right, but didn't he sodomize her, though? It wasn't vaginal penetration. It was anal penetration. That's why they were like, well, was it rape, rape? It's like, no, it was rape. I I agree with you. That's rape still. (laughs) For you to call it, for you to be like, well, it was pseudo-rape or sub-rape, or it was a category of rape, but not actual rape because it was in the butt and not in the vagina. That is the epitome of stupid. And there, you so, had... yeah, there, it's like, oh, yeah, that's pseudo rape, or you're pseudo stupid. Yeah. Oh no, they're not pseudo stupid. They're just stupid. There, there's no such thing as a small as a pseudo stupid. There okay, is well, just stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, well, they're not. They're not dumb, dumb, or they're not stupid, stupid. No, they're just yeah. stupid. <laughs> it's just yeah that but, that was such a wild fucking thing to even say uh, uh that's such oh, a wild and, thing to say uh, okay oh, so oh, we, can, we can keep going on this unless uh unless we want no, to no. talk more about thanksgiving uh let's get back to thanksgiving um okay uh, everyone i think you. knows like they may not know they don't know not everyone knows the history, but I think everyone knows what Thanksgiving is. Um, so is there anything else we want to talk about as far as Thanksgiving uh, h- history or like fun facts or some stuff or something? Um, I'm trying to think. So, you know, basically, oh, well, like I just, said, oh. it was... And it was the myth of the peaceful gathering, which there was, but that was about probably all the peacefulness there was for uh, that Thanksgiving wise, because there was as much as that one. God, there's a bunch of them. No, no yeah, they're like freaking everywhere. (laughs) Help me out. Help me out. (sighs) Um, But, you know, the. There was the one chieftain who was trying his damnedest to, you know, have peaceful relations with the with the settlers. And, you know, as I guess uh, us uh, European folk do, uh, we start to think, okay, well, this is all well and good, but they've got stuff over there I want. We should bring freedom over to them. Okay, so let's not get it twisted. That's something everyone does. We just finished talking about how the fucking Indians did that same thing. Right. Oh, oh you might want to get out of there. There's an elite there. Yeah, you might want to get out of that. Uh, it, it, they keep ju- fucking <laughs> they're juggling me with bum kicks. rushing us. 
Yeah, keep getting ganked up on. Like, I need you guys to cut it out. There. No means no. I can't (laughs) wait to get Lout. Lout's going to make that kind of shit so fun. But yeah, so so they, they did have a gathering where everybody came to, you know, eat dinner, you know, eat food, be thankful for everything they have, so on and so forth. And, you know, that was technically, oh, God, I got baned. Uh, yeah, that fucker baned me. Um, but yeah, so they there was the the first Thanksgiving dinner, but it was say it was a bright spot in the um, otherwise kind of murky. Oh God damn it! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, can't fucking uh, uh, get off me. Uh. Hang on. Well, oh great, I'm of order mm. y'all can have all my bullets but yeah so um, you know the the idea of Thanksgiving you know fellowship getting together you know family extended family friends coming together and being thankful for everything that you have is it's you're firing rockets. Um, You know, it's, it's good on face value. Well, it's, well, it's not that it's good at face value. Those are good values to have. The problem is you, you know, you gotta actually do those things. <laughs> right. Like every everyone has to actually do those things, or otherwise they don't mean anything. So good values to have, like, boy, got to follow the values, right? <sighs> I see dead people, lots and lots of dead people. Um, I don't see enough dead people, and I don't include allies in that, but I don't see enough dead enemies. I need to see more right? dead enemies. <laughs> <laughs> like, so if, like, you, if the 15 of you guys over there that I'm shooting at could just die right now, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> that, that'd just be great. <laughs> and, you like, know, remember, we're putting cover sheets on all the TPS reports. Right. That that doesn't mean you don't get to turn in your TPS reports. Before you die, make sure those TPS reports are in. Yeah, so um I'm I'm kinda I'm trying to remember all the stuff they had covered in that podcast, but I'm kinda drawing a blank. Other That's than you right. know there was the there was the fellowship and, and all that good stuff, but there was also the darker side of you know, both sides wanting, ex- you know, to expand and you know, get more than what they had already. What? But yeah. <clears throat> so. Well, it was just oh 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 surround. Ah, uh, damn it! No, 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 <laughs> no means no, no. Uh, it's the hot dog incident all over again. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> 
Uh, well, that's what I get for playing a hot woman. <laughs> and they're not even Nathan's hot dogs. They're those cruddy dollar store brand. <laughs> what? What? It, it knocks me. It, mm, freaking knocks me out of my goddamn uh, fuck, uh, Panther form. Those bastards. Hang on. Let me provide some cover here if I can. Ugh. And I need some recoil. All right. I'm good. Like recoil uh, I'm reduction. Into the elevator. The elevator's ready. Let's get Ooh. out of here. Um, yeah, fuck it. Smash the button. Yep, let's go. <laughs> all hot, all hot chicks for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> all sexy bitches for themselves. Actually, that brings up, I was watching, um, Big Bang Theory and it was the episode mm-hmm. where, uh, I don't know how much of it you've seen, but you remember that, uh, I've the, not seen uh, any of it. Oh, okay. Well, there's an episode where one of the characters is getting married, and her two best girlfriends are uh, in a uh, a wedding a, a shop for a wedding dress. They're they're in a store for a wedding dress for her, and she picks a out a wedding boutique. dress. Yeah, a bridal <laughs> boutique. Uh, she picks out a wedding dress, and one of them thinks it's hit, and they both think it's hideous. So one of them is like, "Hey, we have to tell her that it's an ugly dress." And the other girl is like, I think we should just leave it alone. And she's like, no, I think we, we need to tell her. We're her best friends. She should know. So she's – and then the other girl is like, well, okay. Well, if you if you tell her, I'll, I'll back you up, right? So they hmm. get in there, and they're getting ready to tell her. And the the uh, the bridesmaid is, the, is her best friend, so it's the bridesmaid. The bridesmaid tells the bride, hey, uh, I don't like that dress. And so, uh, and um, the bride is like, "Do you both feel this way?" And the bridesmaid is like, "Yes." And when, and the other the other girlfriend, the maid, is like, "No, I think it's great." And the bridesmaid is like, "What?" And then they, uh, and then the bride gets upset, and they both leave the apartment. And she's like, what was that? You just left, you just hung me out the drive. And the, the maid is like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this your first time being a girl? <laughs> she just leaves. <laughs> and I thought that was fucking hilarious. Like, wow. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like you were supposed to back wow. me up in there. We were supposed to be like, we were supposed to be a united front. And she was just like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this your first time being a girl? <laughs> Wow, can I can I get some aloe for that burn, maybe? Right. Oh, that, it was so good. Um, and I actually that brings up the that brings up the uh the topic that uh that uh the show has been described as a show about terrible people. And when I first started watching the show, I didn't see it. Like, I, it was just funny. But now watching the show a couple of years later, I'm like, yeah, they're actually all kind of terrible people, aren't they? But it's still <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it's like that really racist joke that you still can't help yourself laughing at. Like, it's terrible, but you can't mm. help laughing. Um, and and I did this too, and I didn't mean any disrespect, and it was probably, when I look back on it, it was probably disrespectful, and I probably shouldn't have said it, but I was playing D&D with, with the crew, and we were at a point where we were fighting some bears, right? And so I, I play a tiefling monk, 
And so as a tiefling monk, I just started talking in Chinglish or just broken English, like in like an Asian person that doesn't know English very well. And I'm fighting this, I'm fighting this bear. And the thing is, I did it, I did it in the, uh, I did it, like, if you know who Chang is from the, uh, the Hungover movies, from the Hangover movies, I was talking in his, I was imitating his voice when I was doing it. So I was imitating Chang. Yeah, it's like, but did you, so I'm fighting this bear, and the bear can't hit me, and I can't hit the bear. So we're just sitting here. Oh fuck, he's invincible. Fuck you. Oh fuck you. <laughs> um, but I, we're we're I'm fighting. My character is fighting this bear, and we're constantly missing each other. We can't hit each other, and I'm just like, look here, bear. One of us is is like one of us will not. One of us is going. Only one of us is going to shame our families today. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and and yeah, that was everyone else's reaction too. They all laughed. <laughs> and uh and but the, that's not the terrible thing I said. I don't know if you know anything about the rape of Nankang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I should not have made fun of that. I really should not have. But I wasn't I was comfortable and I wasn't thinking and it just came out of my mouth because we had just finished uh, taming a manticore for the party. And then our paladin expressed his intention of possibly banging the manticore because it was female. Okay, what is a manticore? It is, if you go by Greek myth, it is a lion body with a snake tail and a goat's head on its back. If you go by D and D, it is a uh, a lion's body with scales, uh, a scaly tail, wings, and its face is humanoid with rows of sharp teeth, and it's a large monster. So it's like the size of a bus. And the paladin um, wanted to have sex with it. And the paladin expressed the want to have sex with it. So we all were kind of quiet for a moment and I was like gee it hasn't been this awkward since the rape of Nankang and everybody started laughing right and everybody and I was like I should not have made that joke the moment it came out of my mouth I was like I should have made that joke but everyone Mm. laughed and then my friend who's DMing asked me what did you say and I was like no no it was a really terrible joke don't worry about it. it I should not have said right I was like that was a terrible joke don't worry about it I should not and I was thinking in my head I should not have said that I don't know where that came from and um, he, he was like no no what is that and I, I didn't tell him what the rape of Nankang was but I did I, I, just, I just told him it's just a really really terrible thing that happened don't worry about it um uh, um, but yeah, like that kind of stuff happens and I didn't mean any harm by it. It just fucking came out of my mouth because I was, I was, I was comfortable and hanging out with my friends and it just came out of my mouth. So if nothing right. else that goes to show you, even if you don't have any mean intention, sometimes you can say horrid shit you shouldn't say. <laughs> hmm. 
Right. So, um, want to use some of that LF to overload some transformers there, bud? I just finished doing that. Uh, let okay. me jump all the way down to the floor. I'll go get this other one too. Uh, so, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so when you were saying that, doing the the Chang voice, and you you said one of us is gonna <laughs> embarrass embarrass our ancestors, I was just thinking dishonor. Dishonor on you, <laughs> dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cubs. Oh, yeah. I was like, so I finally got a hit in and killed the bear. And I was like, shame on you. Shame. So much shame on your family. You don't have chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good night. But I don't mean to offend any Asian people. If there are any Asian people listening, it, it, I am not meaning to make fun of you. I am not meaning any harm when I do that. Because first off, that's exactly how Chang actually talks. <laughs> like, if you've ever seen The Hangover, that's literally how he talks. Um, and, uh, and in the comfortable surroundings of me and my friends, we make fun of all kinds of shit. And they make, and I, I get made of, I get made fun of being black all the time. Like, they say some stuff. They say some stuff that around just general people probably would not be accepted. But Wait, I let it go. Hmm? You're black? Oh, are we going to do this again, David? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been like, what are you talking about? You just said you're... No, I, I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm 0.15% European. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm one th one one thousand twenty fourth victim, so there's that, too. <laughs> But yeah, so if I if I offended anyone with the comment about Nankang, if I offended anybody with my Chang impersonation, I do apologize. I don't say those things. I do not say those things intentionally, maliciously. The Nankang thing was stupid and just came out of my mouth. Sorry, I, I can't do anything about it now. It, it's out there. Um, the, the, the Chang thing, that's literally how he talks. If you're offended, my bad, but I am going to do it again. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to do it again. I will never stop doing it. <laughs> so you hmm. might want to get used to it. <laughs> right. So, yeah. well, um... you have a bad day. Podcast guy make fun of your you feel like podcast guy made fun of your race, but did you <laughs> die? <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <laughs> it's, it's okay though. If, if we uh, yeah, just uh, just be patient. We'll get to you. <laughs> oh, we're gonna. Oh God! If you're offended by that, oh, just wait till we get to the Christmas podcast. Oh. I am going to destroy your. <laughs> oh, I'm digging deep into Christmas. I'm gonna mess with all. I'm gonna mess with the foundations of your perspective on life. <laughs> Spoiler alert: a lot of cultural appropriation happened. Oh, a lot more than just that happened. Uh, Ooh, just wait till we get. No, I ain't gonna say nothing. Just wait till we get there. Wait till we get there. 
<laughs> like if you if you love Christmas and you are a devout Christian, you may want to skip that podcast. Fair warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, there's a lot of appropriation. A lot of pagan <laughs> stuff. But anyways, yeah. So is that all we have on but, Thanksgiving? I think that's all we got for Thanksgiving. I mean, like, there's, I mean, we could go, we could be like, like I said, we could do a big, long history of Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is also different now from what it was then. Like, I'd like to say the core concept stayed the same, but it's different. Just like Christmas is different now than what it was then. So Right. Well, well, hell, any holiday is different now. (laughs) Right. So no, I think I think we're good on Thanksgiving. Um, okay, so you want to uh, go back to the because uh, I wrote it down. You want to go back to the rape rape thing after our break because <laughs> we can go on about um, that for a bit. We can't. Well, is there what else is there to say about it really, other than the person who said that is an idiot? Like that's <laughs> dumb. That's real dumb. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget, it was a woman that said it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's not forget. See, so for everyone, so for all you feminists and all of you really hardcore liberals, remember, a woman said that. A woman. <laughs> mm. That wasn't a guy, because then it could just be like, oh, misogynistic sex. No. A woman said that it wasn't rape, rape. Okay. <laughs> and understand that men are outraged about it. So think about that. And, hmm. I, and I, will listen, I will listen for the echo of your head exploding. <laughs> there one more. Like... Yeah. Oh, there's more. <laughs> Don't worry. If this is the first time, is if this is your first time as a girl, it's okay. There's gonna be many, many more things like this. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so we're gonna take a break here before we go on, mm-hmm. and I will play another interlude, and we'll be right back. Oh, sorry about that. Living in costumes and stuff. Mm. That's where they get you. Get you with them microtransactions. But, uh, so yeah. (laughs) Get you with them jiggly breastuses. Like, this Space Lords, like, their anatomy depiction in this game is on a level of a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> like they went the extra, well, they went the extra mile. Like their anatomies are like spot on. Like and and like down to a level of detail that was kind of unnecessary. Well, um, useful, unnecessary. I say it's uh, bomb giggity. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying it's like, but why though? 
<laughs> like you didn't need to go that far. You were good. You were good at eight, but you were like, nah, let's go to 15. <laughs> Fuck 11. We're going to 15. Right. But okay, go ahead. Um, well, I was going to say uh, this Thanksgiving episode kind of went to a different direction than I thought it would, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, Nothing's ever as it seems on this podcast. Well, hmm. mostly it is as it seems, and then every now and then we'll just freaking go off-road. <laughs> like we went off the rails on a crazy train, Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Um, but any anything else you uh, feel like you want to talk about? Um, honestly, no. I, I think I think we're good for this podcast. Honestly, um, uh, you know, no, I think we're telling... good for this podcast. I'm gonna be. I'm hoping. Dragon Ball Super. Oh, this was something I actually just wanted to mention because it's just mm-hmm. a mention. Um, I'm hoping to get some more Dragon Ball Fighters in this week mm-hmm. since I have it off. So I'm going to be sitting down to really practice, really work, and really go up in rank. Um, but Wait, after the they show mm-hmm, Thanksgiving week. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> so... Well, now, also understand, I would have been working, and I probably would have liked to have been working, but every but a lot of the guys that I work with were two weeks on, two weeks off. So they're all going home for Thanksgiving. So right. there's not going to be anybody at the site. So everyone gets the week off. Um, hmm. But uh, DBS Broly, I'm hoping will release this weekend. I'm hoping... Sunday, we get an announcement that he's getting released either Sunday or we get an announcement tomorrow that he's getting released like Tuesday. I really hope he gets released this tomorrow. Like, I really hope they do like they have some kind of announcement and say like, hey, he's released today. Right. Um, But what I noticed in the trailer for him. uh. And I know I talk about this a lot, but I'm really excited for it. But what I noticed in the Mm -hmm. trailer for him is that when we first caught glimpses of him, everyone was like, it looks like he has an install. That's amazing. They made an install character. He's going to transform. He's going to stay transformed. But now from watching his his, his newly released trailer last week, it actually looks like, no, he doesn't have an install. He will transform to do his level three and then he'll go back to being the black haired Broly which sucks Mm. but and the thing is I said when they first were talking about install characters I was like first off they've had more they've had plenty of ample opportunities to give us an install character we could have had an install character in Frieza who was one of the original rosters because he has a transformation they didn't do it we could have had an install character in uh, uh, <clears throat> GT Goku because he turns into Super Saiyan 4 during his level 3, but then he turns back. They didn't do it. They have had so many opportunities to give us and try out 
an install character and they haven't done it. I don't believe they're going to do it this time. And I said that, but when when we all got the footage and we were like, install, install, I was like, they did it though. This makes up for everything. They did it. And now it looks like, no, they didn't do it. Hmm. They cleverly showed things in a way that would give us the impression that they'd done it. And they may not have done that intentionally, but the actual pictures they used literally gave off the impression that it was an install transformation. So now that it's now, it looks like it may not be like it may still be. And I'm hoping it is, but it actually is starting to look like it may not be. Um, also, something I noticed in the trailer that it doesn't seem like anybody else noticed or said anything about is that DBS Broly doesn't seem to have any armor because nowhere in his new trailer did they showcase him going through another character's attacks. So hmm. he may not have armor. And for anyone who's li- for anyone who's like, well, it's obvious he's going to have armor. They don't have to show it. Yes, they do, because if they don't show it, then that means they can say we never intended to have it in the first place. So if he comes out and he doesn't have armor, first off, people are going to be pissed, but then they can go back to the trailer and be like, well, we never showed him to have armor. We never told you he'd have armor. And actually, in the scans, when they were talking about what kind of character he was going to be, they never stated he would have armor on his moves. Hmm. So I am concerned about that because he should have armor. And maybe it's just something they don't feel like they have to say, but I would rather they say it and show it so we know that that is a thing that is happening. Because if they don't say it and they don't show it, it is very possible that he is not going to have it. Which makes him a complete which which makes his character different in a way it shouldn't be. Because original Broly does have the armor. So I guess at this point, but at this point we just have to wait and see. But mm. I am I am concerned. Um Well you can't they can't do Gerald a concern. Come on now. Well they can't. I don't like it. They need to stop. <laughs> stop doing him a concern, damn you. But yeah, that that that's all I got on that. Uh, he still looks really good, and I can't wait for him to come out and get my hands on him and play. Mm. Uh, um, insert that's what she said here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, based on that Super Broly movie, that that green chick definitely wanted to. Uh, that's what she said here. <laughs> yeah, she got feels real quick. <laughs> she got feels real quick. Well, and that's one of the things about the Broly movie that I said. There's just there wasn't enough time to really develop things, and a lot of things just seemed to happen either instantaneously, out of character. um, Looks beautiful, uh, but there are problems with the storyline that I hope in future movies they fix. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's all I got. Okay, well, 
I guess we will uh, get to the place where I say you can always leave us a voice message here on the Anchor app or at anchor.fm, I believe, slash uh, G-A-E-U-T-S. You can also find us on Twitter at G-A-G-S-A-E-U-T-S. And on Facebook, we have the gaming sessions and everything under the sun page. You can leave us a message there. Tell us what you like. Give us constructive criticism on what you don't like. If you have any ideas that you'd like to hear us talk about, you can do that there. Um, so then I guess I will say, for me, I will say, have a good evening, everybody. And uh, hopefully you have a good week in the coming week. Gerald? Yep. Everybody have a good one. Hope you have a good day. Hope you have a good week. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, don't worry about your diets. Thanksgiving is for having fun with family, friends, and the. it's literally the one time of year where it's like, stuff yourself. It's fine. Um, it's the actual so do cheat that. day. <laughs> yeah, it's the actual cheat day. So cheat on your day and then get back to it the day after. Um, and be careful during Black Friday. Don't get beat up by somebody's grandma because you wanted an Elmo doll. I know that's a really old yeah. reference, but st- it yeah. still stands. Stuff like that is still happening. <laughs> don't 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 get beat up for that new Frozen Two action figure. Yeah, or at least go with your whole posse so you have the numbers. <laughs> right. And, and oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a Clockwork Orange reference. Gather my droogs, we shall tally them with the whiffle stick. If and they get <laughs> out of the way trying to get the goodies. <laughs> my clockwork orange. Uh that movie. Hmm. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, we'll see you later and hope to uh have you listening to us on the next podcast. You take care. And, and remember, tell your friends about us. Tell everyone about us. Even your shout enemies. It from the, shout it from the <laughs> rooftops. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good one. Oh, 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 oh,